Hello, and welcome to This Changes Everything. My name is Larry Jeannie, and I'll be your host as we explore an approach to education that redefines the very purpose of schools, to prepare students to live fulfilling and productive lives by teaching them how to be responsible and self-directed learners. In today's episode, I will be talking with Amy Koning, a math teacher at Niles North High School. In our conversation, we will be discussing why students cheat and what to do about it. Here's that conversation. Hi, Larry. Hello. So what do you want to talk about? I'm really kind of all over the place right now, but I just feel like I'm at the beginning of second semester, and I... I think I'm at a good place with my journals. For me, the journals have been the new big thing and uh-huh, like the grades. Uh-huh. And so I'm grading them now and they look better than ever. Wow. So that's really... That's great. I'm excited. I yeah. am disappointed. One of my students um, two days ago was a cute... Well, I was out for a meeting and two girls confided in me the next day that he was copying and cheating during the test. So it was like a big oh, mess. Yeah. That's um, tough. That's tough. And I don't think it has anything to do necessarily with... I'm, I think that this is just his character. And unfortunately, you know, even the things that we talk about and, and value in our class, it's just Doesn't not getting register. to them. No. Well, you know... And I think you've brought this up before. Like, the, when they feel the need to cheat systemically like what's going on in his mind that he feels he needs to cheat yeah there's an underlying there's an underlying problem in his belief system yeah you know and um and the problem with being hugely punitive at times like i mean people go crazy you know i mean yeah. zero for the year you know yeah. um well i'm eager to discuss how i what my consequences were because i'm yeah. really actually pretty pleased with what i decided to do oh so. okay well tell me that first Let's no see. you were going on a, okay I didn't, I didn't so so you. the the issue is um can the can the student honestly reflect honestly on what it says about his beliefs can he get there because a lot of times this is highly protected stuff yeah you know it's 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 secret it's deep it's not for public consumption and Uh it's uh difficult and it may it may also be unconscious there may not be a conscious decision it's really quite the opposite with this young man he brags about it oh okay yeah that's he's a whole the different... best at cheating. Wow. He does it in his history class all the time, which I have got to get in touch with that. <laughs> yeah, you might want to talk about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, then you know, so there's a belief system there yeah. that about what school is for, what his role in school is. Cle- you know, clearly there's something about getting good grades or he wouldn't bother right. cheating unless it's just for the thrill of getting mm-hmm. away with something, which probably plays a part too. I think so, yeah. There's bragging rights, there's a sense of being audacious and showing off for other people how, how much courage you got. And, yeah. You know, it's like a dare kind yeah. of thing. Um, so, so all of that may play into it. So I would say there are two big questions. The first is, can the kid become self-aware? It sounds like that's not going to be as big a problem because this kid is out front about yeah. it. Yeah. And then the second one is, can the belief that makes this make sense to him be replaced with something that's more productive and 
has more to do with learning and personal growth. I think especially personal growth. Mm-hmm. That the the issue of having integrity. Mm-hmm. If you know the people used to have a, their word was important. Mm-hmm. You know you have my word. That if you broke that, it was a huge deal. We don't have that anymore. But but the idea of being uh, trustworthy, being straight ahead. You know, you deal with somebody you know what you're dealing with is an attribute that is really important in in life. And this may just be a game for him and it may not register. Uh But one approach is to say, it looks to me like this would be a good time to start practicing having integrity, having being trustworthy. Right. You know, I had a situation once where a, a, a couple of kids cheated. And my conversation with them started with, I can't trust you now. How are we going to do this if I, if I don't, that if I can't trust you? The whole thing yeah. relies on us being able to mm-hmm. trust each other right. and respect each other. Right. We're, I mean, I feel this great, crazy, like, aura from him now that I'm just like, I can't, you know, he's been, he's just done a lot of, like, just below, yeah. you know, that's just been tiny bit slimy. And I called him out a couple of times last semester, like, look, I'm on to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want to be able to trust you, but you've been doing things that are making me feel like I can't trust you. Just yeah. be careful. If you yeah. need help, just ask for help. I'm yeah. here for help. Yeah. And then this happened, and but I was like, is, and yeah. I, that's exactly what I said to him. I'm like, I just, I can't How trust you. How are we going to work? Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're going to have to have that conversation a little bit more, too, where it's oh, like, look, I, we I need think. to move forward. Yeah. Because one of the things he said, he tried to, uh, I missed the last two days before finals. My mm, daughter was sick. Yeah. So we weren't able to sit and negotiate grades and da-da-da. Yeah. Which, honestly, Bummer. just to be honest with you, I was really not looking forward to that. Mm. And I think that I made a mistake, I don't know, emphasizing that a little bit this semester because... I wasn't prepared to do that. Yeah. Um, that might be a little bit too far. I wasn't ready for that. And they were all like, well, aren't we going to negotiate our grade? You said we could negotiate our grade, negotiating. And, th- and they just kept bringing up this word negotiate. I'm like, yeah. shit. That so may I, be the wrong word, too. Right. So at the beginning of second semester, I did say to them, I said, look, I know I wasn't here. If any of you would like to sit down and discuss your grade, if you're not happy with it, or you've got some reflections you want to talk about, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. send me an email and we'll set up a time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was one of them. Like, he just is so full of it. And yeah. <laughs> I just, anyway, and then his response is always like, you're right, Mrs. Coney. Oh, Thank no. you so much. <laughs> I will try my best so that the a better pod comes oh, out next year and next God, semester. God, God, He's God. just like super crafty and... Yeah, manipulative. Manipulative. Yeah, and I, yeah. his counselor, when I called her about this, she said he stalked her to try to get into these honors level classes and he started out in math at regular with extension and he's in my advanced class yeah and i'm like hmm okay How'd that happen? yeah right so yeah. It, it a lot of sweet talking and a lot of yeah so he's having trouble at the at this level right and so i think that maybe that's the pressure he's putting on himself is yeah. trying to maintain this level yeah and um, and 
weasel his way through it. And weasel is exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And it's really sad because he could be really successful at regular levels and maybe after a year or two of school then find where he could maybe take an honors or an advanced level course. So let's just, so if that's that's an honest, um, non-punitive assessment of his situation, that he would be thriving if he weren't in this, at this level, um, that may be something to, to talk about as part of the consequence of cheating. Mm-hmm. If you're cheating, that means to me that you're not able to do it on your own. Mm-hmm. And if you're not able to do mm-hmm. it on your own, it may be because you're struggling to, to master this stuff and so you're taking shortcuts. Right. And uh, well, another you be solution. There with me when I have these conversations, <laughs> I'm like, I never remember all these wonderful things. But well, yeah. <laughs> but the more I talk to you, the more the, it really yeah, settles in it. with me too. Yeah. So. Well, the, you know, the issue is reframing. For a lot of people, finding out that a student of theirs cheated feels like a personal betrayal. It feels like something that needs to be smacked down hard. Mm-hmm. And after processing, I really am pleased <laughs> yeah. with the way it yeah. worked. The girls' confidentiality was maintained. Yes. Um, and they came back in this morning, and we talked a little bit further about it so they could understand. And I kind of, you know, made a little bit of a life lesson out of that for them as yeah. well. And getting yeah. into that situation, and what should they do in the future if that happens again. Yeah. Do what's right, and I think the integrity and courage you guys showed to come in here. Yeah. Because he's trying to find out well, who was it, who was yeah, it. Yeah, of course. Of and course. I asked yeah. him, I'm like, do they know? Does he know? Does it? And like, no, <laughs> I, think, I think we're good. Because I did write in the report, multiple students came forward. Multiple sources, which yeah. Which two. So I, I think, you know, the, the approach that you're, you're taking, which is to turn all of it into life lessons mm-hmm. about integrity, about uh, how to handle uh, awkward situations, about... Um, you know, the issues that go with being honest. Mm-hmm. It isn't You're always so easy right. to no. be honest. You I know? think maybe I should just sit down and just talk with him. You know, and whatever he takes from it is going to be whatever he takes yeah, from it. But you can. maybe he actually, maybe one of these incidents will be the one where he's real realizing, you know, how... He might be in over his head. He or is in over his head. It is really... So if you if you if you really believe that and you say let's start this conversation with the fact that from my vantage point watching what's going on with you I feel you're in over your head mm-hmm. and this makes sense as a symptom of that mm-hmm. yeah so you agree mm-hmm. I mean yeah. for this to work he has to have a voice uh-huh. you can't you can't lecture him or nag him because. Right. That won't make any difference at all. No, of course you know, it'll be no, part yeah. of the reason why he's done, it, he's done it in the first place. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's just you know, mm-hmm. there's a system, and you got to game the system. Right. And however and that's you do what it, he's is, doing. Yeah, exactly. So, if there's a way to make it personal for him, so that he's at least for a little while mildly introspective mm-hmm. <laughs> because a lot of this I'm sure is mm-hmm. really not deeply right. thought out stuff he's just yeah. doing you right. know? Um, as for the consequences I you know if you have a school policy well when this is the first offense it. yeah. it's a level one there's like different degrees of cheating in the school yeah yeah and um, it's up to the teacher for this first offense. Yeah. So initially I was going to give him a zero, and then I thought, it's just against like my whole 
just, I mean, he still needs to demonstrate what he knows, and that's what his grade is supposed to reflect. So then I thought, well, and I had kind of graded it, and, um, and I looked at the girls' papers that accused him, and there were definitely some answers, and I they thought, coming, okay. Yeah. Then I thought, I know. The best way to assess this, and it says it in the directions, show your work. If he doesn't have any work to defend an answer, he's not going to get credit for that. And if he shows work and it doesn't go with his answer, he won't get credit for that. So what I did is I pulled him out of class yesterday when everybody was doing corrections and learning from yeah. each other. Which yeah. I got a lot of feedback from them on that. Oh, anyway, yeah. That's another topic. I said, yeah. hey, I was just looking at your test. I just don't want to finish grading it yet. And I didn't accuse him at all. I was like, you know, I was wondering, how did you get this answer here? Because I don't see any work. Can you, like, tell me what you did? And he's like, sure. And he grabs the paper because he's, you know, very smooth. Confident, yeah. And he's like... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I did it all on my calculator. I'm like, oh, go get your calculator. I want to see. He comes back with his calculator. <laughs> Playing it out. He can't do it. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what about this one? I'm like, you've got a little bit of work here. I'm not sure what's going on here, but that certainly won't give you that. Can you tell me what's going on here? What's your thinking? Mm -hmm. How does it relate to the diagram? Mm -hmm. And he just, he couldn't. Yeah. And I asked one more, so I did three, and he couldn't defend any of them. Mm. So I told him what was going on, and... Um, then when I was typing up later on the report, that's when I decided I'm like, this go this is he's supposed to demonstrate what he does know. So some of the answers I can't tell if he copied or not that don't really warrant work, but yeah. the rest of them I the thought that was the fair. problem is this it's kind of a it's it's gotten nebulous as to what's his and what's not his. And so you can't really assess how much mm -hmm. of what he did on this test mm -hmm. is legitimate at all. Right. You could give him the same test again. Right. By himself in a closet somewhere, yeah, and see what happens. Um, no, I don't want to do or that. Or you, or you can say, unless there's clear evidence that you did this completely correctly, and I can see that you went from start to finish on it, and it isn't identical to somebody else's work. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to count it, mm -hmm. and he won't get a good grade. No. So after doing that, but he the problem, ended up with it, you know, then grade. you're in the position of being the judge and jury of trying to determine. Is this him showing that he knows it or not? And it's really, well, it's an untenable position to be in, I think. So you think that that was not a good idea. I should have just had him redo. Well, you still could. Well, they're out there now, like, and he's a sneaky guy, yeah. Well, what I did is normally we have a test and the chapter's over, and if you want to retake it, that's fine. There's a process and some reflection and yeah, corrections yeah, yeah. and getting tutored and blah, blah, blah. Right. And he, last semester, um, lost that privilege. He was missing tests, like was absent on test days, and then would come back and then would ace the test, or he would mm. do the retake and ace that. And I just was like, this I don't... Doesn't, I, I don't know exactly what you're doing. That's the smell test. Right. So yeah. that yeah. was the other consequence is you are no longer eligible for retakes, retakes. this semester. Yeah. Yeah. And today we had the retake. So instead of having a retake that you do on your own, we did a practice test on Wednesday. Yeah. Which, again, why would you cheat on the practice test? <laughs> I mean, really. Because you can. But why when you can redo it on Friday? But yeah. Maybe because the sub was there, because he knows I'm always watching him. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, I'm uh, so mad about it. I just yeah. am really disappointed, and it yeah. just confirmed my. Well, okay. So let me let me suggest there's another another way to think about this, which yeah. is to step back and and not have um, any reaction to it, rather to see it as an anthropologist looking at this strange tribal behavior. Mm-hmm. How strange that a person would act like this. Mm-hmm. How interesting. I wonder what the belief system is of this tribe that would cause a person to act like mm-hmm. that, and then work with that like a scientist looking at an, an experiment that's gone wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, well, how do I fix this experiment that's gone wrong? It has nothing to do with you. You don't see him as um, a person it isn't even you're not even seeing him as a person who's done something wrong you're seeing somebody who whose behavior doesn't make sense and you want to help him figure out how to make sense of it how yeah to, the how problem is is i don't want to help him anymore like yeah. i'm so like i know and i need to get over that but i'm just yeah. so no i don't know that i can but i think i will have a conversation with him somewhere like in here where it's away from the class yeah um, and yeah. just sort of talk and, about that. And yeah, and I, I think, you know, you can't say that to him. I'm t- but you can say, you know, I've given this a good shot. Yeah. And I'm really, I've really been trying to help you become a person with integrity and right. act in a way that I, where I trust you and right. so forth. Um, that, that phase of our relationship is over now. <laughs> I've had kids who, because, I mean, it's rare, but if a kid totally is... Totally rare. Like, yeah, I can't yeah, even remember the right, last exactly. time something like so, this So it throws you off because, right. what is this? Why would you do that? It's yeah. so stupid. But, but um, you know, I've had kids where their behavior was outrageous disruptive enough or whatever mm-hmm. where I would say okay the deal is now off the whole thing about trusting the whole thing about my working with you and so forth from now on this rule I will be utterly tenacious and every time you do something like this cheating disrupting whatever there's for you personally there's zero tolerance and this is the first layer of consequence and that's the next parents get called in Dean gets called in, you, mm-hmm. and you escalate until you either change the behavior or you're not in this class anymore mm-hmm. for one, one way or another. And um, that may not be the path you want to take with this, but to say the consequence of acting like this is that we no longer have a good working relationship. You have sabotaged that relationship. I have an almost endless capacity to work with people. I wouldn't be doing this job otherwise. Mm-hmm. But you've burned the bridge. Mm-hmm. You have you have burned through all my goodwill in continuing to try to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So from now on, anything where you veer off the the path, mm-hmm. where you I see that you're cheating or you're cutting corners, I'll impose the maximum consequence that I can think of mm-hmm. until you stop. Mm-hmm. Or you know, it's just so painful that yeah. you, you won't keep doing it. I mean, that's, that's another way to look at it. I think it's, it, you might be able to use the fact that you're tired of trying to solve this problem as a real part of the conversation. Yeah. I, I have an almost unlimited ability to do this. With you, I'm done. Yeah. So now what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Now what the, is this mm-hmm. that we're doing together? Because I think the real question is, how does this contribute or detract from the kid's ability to learn and grow? Mm. And in this case, especially grow. Yeah.
you know, as a human being. How is it that I turn whatever I'm doing in t towards that goal? It, it may be tough love, but it's aimed at that purpose. It's not to punish, it's to help this kid grow out of this really tenacious, ugly, dysfunctional, you know, and ultimately really uh, self-destructive yeah. process. Oh, it's gonna, pattern that he's in. It's really gonna come back to haunt him. You know, what kind of job could he have? What right. kind of career could he have? What kind of college experience could he have if mm -hmm. he treats everyone like this? You know, it rebounds. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things you can show him is, okay, this is what rebounding looks like. When you act like this and it, it bounces back and hits you, mm -hmm. this is what it looks like. Yeah. What do you think? Right. Want to keep doing it? Is this how you want to live your life? Right. You know, and in high school, a lot of times there's no bottom line. Right. And so, well, so people like this actually get bolder and bolder at doing this yeah, stuff. That's true. You know, but well, he must be getting positive world, reactions if he's bragging about it to well, his friends. Maybe, or maybe it's just how he, you know, create. Yeah. That's part of his identity. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, thank you for helping me process through this a little <laughs> bit more. There's no, there's, the other thing is there's no right answer. Everything else is going well. I did yes. change the dynamics of my group, like you suggested. Uh -huh. um, nobody's back is to the class. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the groups are smaller. I have them working in either twos or threes. Okay. And I think that they're, they're actually really productive. But I just feel like these little tiny changes is really what I can handle right now. Yeah. No, that's absolutely right. You take, no. you take on as, as, as much as makes sense and not more. Right. You know, because more is always problematic. You know, yeah. if you take on more than you can really handle, totally, it doesn't work well. <laughs> no, and that's what really threw me off with this whole like grade, personal outcomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great it's idea. I'm just not yeah. there yet. And maybe I, next year. Maybe no, maybe the year I don't after know that. yet. I don't know yet. <laughs> maybe I just, not ever. You know, these these ideas have to resonate with who you are. Right. If they don't, if it doesn't feel true. Right. If it doesn't feel authentic to you, then doing them is forcing yourself right. to do something, and th that won't work. I like it. them, and I think it is who I am, but I just, I think in the grand scheme, I'm not able to do it the way I really want to do it, and mm -hmm. I think that that's part of it. And I think what I could do that's more reasonable would be just periodically addressing their personal outcomes you know mm -hmm. maybe mm -hmm. yeah you know the the like at the end of each chapter after the test I have them reflect back you know like well how did it go and, and what yeah. did you learn and where did you have trouble and what can you do differently and how did the how did your reflections along the way help you are you learning do you yeah. feel what else do you need what can yeah. I you know those kinds of things and focus on those more because yeah. I do devote class to that, yeah, and then yeah, maybe yeah. somehow in the next couple of years, can you know yeah. somehow convert and that you, into. You might even you you want to be careful about using re reflective techniques too frequently. Hmm. It it turns out um, that even something where you're asking something personal or you're asking for them to really think deeply introspectively about what just happened. If you do it too frequently, they start to phone it in. You're so right. So do because it because it's the same format. Yeah. Do it either either vary it up. Do it less frequently, every second or third test, 
and do, make it look different, make it feel different, right. have it answering different questions. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You know, I'm working on the contract because the new chapter starts Monday, and I'm like, when am I going to do the reflection? I don't need to do the reflection. You I think what really I could do don't. is just maybe with your partner, how did you do on the test? What did you do to help each other? Yeah. I still do this thing with post-its, and I always have them write a thank you note. Mm. And then they keep it, and they so they have like five or six thank you notes in mm-hmm. their in their journals. Are, are they? Do you think they're finding that meaningful? I think some of them are. I think there's a couple that don't. Yeah. Um, well, that. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. Because I think the kids that do, it's meaningful, and yeah. it, why wouldn't I do that? I don't yeah. Know. One thing to consider mm-hmm. is checking in with them periodically and asking them to tell you how well it's going. Like, okay, these reflections that we do, um, are they still helping you learn from your mistakes and so forth? Or is it becoming too much of a routine? Or a burden. Or a burden. Yeah. Or is this, are you doing this because it's an obligation? Mm-hmm. Or are you doing this because it feels like something that helps you? It helps you kind of process through. Yeah. Yeah. If, you, if, you ask, if you give them a voice about it, it'll help you steer whether you should do it less frequently, whether you should, and ask, their, ask for their advice about how to do it better. You know? <sighs> they really, You're right. I found they really often have the best ideas. Right. So much of what I did by the end of my career were ideas that I got from kids. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that helps. So that's another thing to do. Thank you. So spread it out, vary it, make it less frequent, and ask them. Okay. Okay, well, I just thanks, Amy. This is great. No, thank you. I would like to thank my guest, Amy Koning, for joining me in this conversation, and I would like to thank you for listening. If you would like to subscribe to this podcast, you can go to iTunes and search for This Changes Everything. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give it a review since that helps spread the word. You can contact me directly at larrygenie at gmail.com. That's L-A-R-R-Y-G-E-N-I at gmail. If you're interested in diving deeper, you can also go directly to my website at www.genieconsulting.org. There, you'll find two books that I've written on these topics. They're freely available, along with some video clips of classrooms at work and a library of useful information for teachers. In the next episode, I'll be joined by another teacher to discuss what happens when students struggle on tests and how we can teach them how to learn from their mistakes. I hope you'll join me. Thanks. Thanks.